0: that we accept and we believe it is God speaking and, and leaders across uh, the nations have considered this word and they, they've all said yes, amen, we believe this is from God and Sam, do you want to just pop uh, up this the, the word? It starts with, I believe God is taking us into a new era. It's not a change of season is it? it's not something we have experienced before. New eras present a total change of landscape which brings about such a significant change in mode of operation. Seasons are recognizable by those who have experienced them before, and one can find yourself back at the same point. A new era is something totally new. This word says that we are going to enter a new era as a movement. We don't just believe that as regions beyond the movement, but we believe for every single church in this movement, which includes us Before we even heard this prophetic word, uh, as leaders, as our leadership team, we felt like we just wanted to spend this season, we prepared for the month of June to be a time where we would be sharing out the vision that we feel God has laid before us. At the time, I felt it was to get us ready for this new season so that new people amongst us would be able to grab hold of it, so that people who have been here a while will be reminded of why we exist But now I realize that actually it was to prepare us not for a new season, but for a totally new era. As we enter a new era, we have a choice to make. We can carry on doing the things that we've already done. Or we can start to do something new and then we can go back into our old way of thinking and our old way of doing. Or we can grab hold of what God is saying and we can follow him into a new era. You know, this new era doesn't lay new foundations for us. The, the DNA, this church has been established for 13 years and the foundations have been built. But the new era presents a new opportunity for us. That Isaiah 61 that I read from is, is where you will see our banners when they're not covered by prams. Um, our banners about who we are as a church. That's not going to change. Over the next four weeks, you're going to hear Steve and, and Mark and Phil, myself, sharing on these four areas and what it means for us as a church and what we feel God is calling us to in this new era. It's not going to change these things, but it it, as the prophetic word says, it brings a change in operation. The way we do things will change. Some of the, the things that we do will look very similar. Some of the things we do will change a lot. Some of them may just have minor changes, but we believe that God has exciting plans for us. Do we believe God is with us? If you were, if you were not here earlier, then you need to know that we doubled our gift day amount. Just, just casual. It's worth, worth getting to church on time to hear that. You heard secondhand. But that's not why we believe God is with us. That's not the fact that we've got money to do the things we feel. Is not, that's not the reason. The reason why we believe God is with us is because in Matthew 28, it says, Jesus tells his disciples, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We know God is with us because he tells us. Jesus says, I am with you to the very end of the age. We exist to make Jesus known. Last week, we had Community Sunday, and if we've got time a bit later on, we're going to hear a little bit about what's been going on. We prayed for people on the streets. We, We chatted to people. We gave away free stuff. We did lots of activities because we wanted people to know Jesus. Over the last couple of Sundays, Steve shared a message about what mission, being on mission is. Hannah shared a message on what being missional is. And by the way, how amazing is Hannah? <laughs> like, I just want to say, Hannah is so, it's just, yeah, you're just amazing, Hannah. Uh, every time I want her to preach, she says, no, I can't preach. And I have, we have to have the same conversation to persuade her to preach. Well, Give her a round of applause. No. that that conversation, Hannah, is not going to happen in September because you know from our response that you have got uh, God's hand on you. You've got great gifting and we want to benefit from that. So next time I ask you to preach, there's only one answer and that's yes. But Hannah so beautifully described what being Jesus looks like. If you were here, you'll remember that. You know, do, when people meet you in the street, do they go away saying, I think I just met Jesus. It was a beautiful challenge to us. I was like, oh my word, no, they don't, and I want them to. We want to make Jesus known, and to do that, we are going to be a people who are spirit receiving, who are people reaching, who are potential releasing, and community restoring. This is an exciting time for us as a church, but this is not a call to busyness. This is not a call to trying a little harder. But instead, this is a call to press in to God. This new era presents new opportunities. But we will only make Jesus known by being people who are so full of the life that Jesus brings that we can then demonstrate it in the places that we go and the people we see. John 15, 4-8, it says this. Abide in me and I in you. Whatever you ask, whatever you wish, and it will be done. By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. We have this invitation to abide in Christ. Abiding means this closeness of relationship, daily, personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus. The one who pursued us while we were still far away. The one who pursued us when we rejected him. Pursued us to a point where it even cost him his very life. And we now have that opportunity to abide in him. This new era presents an opportunity to abide. You know, at times in church life, who finds, who finds it busy? Finds it busy, yeah. Sometimes we can forget what it's all about. You know what? Over the last year, I want to be brutally honest with you. At times, I've taken my eyes off Jesus. At times, I have wanted so badly to make him known in this city that I have got so consumed with all of the tasks that need to be done that I have moved away from a place of abiding in him. Some mornings, I would get up, and I would feel like I had so much on my to-do list that I would feel like I didn't have time to pray and spend time with Jesus. It's confessions of a pastor here. I was so busy. I was like, I've got this and this and this and this. So as soon, soon as I eat my breakfast, I'm out the door and I'm busy. We have an enemy who wants to distract us. Ange Ward, who Steve's mentioned in, in Selby, she, I recently heard her speak and she said this. The enemy is after your time. He wants to distract you, therefore we need to be intentional in our pursuit of God. The enemy is after your time. He wants to distract you, therefore we need to be intentional in our pursuit of God. Abiding in Jesus must be our number one priority. Abiding in him means that we we trust him. We pray, we prioritize reading Scripture, we are obedient. Now this doesn't mean that we neglect the Great Commission that I read about in Matthew 28. We don't have a break from the mission of God while we abide, but instead, from a place of abiding, being in the presence of Jesus, like we've been this morning, we are then able to be Jesus to those we meet. Not serving from a place of empty, but from a place of being filled by the Spirit. How can you pursue God? Well, firstly, make space to enjoy God. If you need to, put it in your diary. It might feel a little legalistic, but actually we only develop habits by being intentional. And when you do that, don't start by planning to have an hour of quiet time. You'll just fail and feel really upset. Start with just spending 10 minutes. Open your Bible, read a psalm, reflect on what God has done in your life and speak words of thanks. Speak to God about your anxieties, about your worries. And then away from that, meet up with other Christians. Spend time encouraging one another about what God is doing. Spend time praying with one another. Be prayed to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Commit to a a growth group, our small group that meet in homes across the city and the region. Find a group that you can go to regularly and pursue Jesus together. If you're not part of a a growth group, then this term, as we look at our vision, every single Tuesday night, half seven, every Tuesday night, half seven here, is going to be a group which is going to look at our vision and and basically look at what we've said in the preach. You get to ask loads of questions. You get to grill Steve. Steve's running it and um, about what it means for you to be part of this church. Please, if you're not part of a growth group or you're new to the church, make that a priority. Five weeks. It will be well worthwhile. Tuesday night's half seven. You don't need to sign up. Just turn up Tuesday night. Do you need to sign up? You don't need to sign up. Just turn up. This New era calls us to do things differently. Some things will continue, but new things will start. Changes will be made, but it will only be of benefit if our actions are a result of being experiencing the presence of God, being changed, and then serving from a place of worship. You know, plenty. I want to see Jesus made known in Hull. Do you love your city? Plenty of people do. Plenty of people outside of the church love our city. Do you love people? Plenty of people outside outside this church love people, and they often love people better than we do. Without the good news of Jesus, we are just a community group. Without the good news of Jesus, we're just a club. Without the good news of Jesus, we just become social workers who try and do good. Nothing against social workers, by the way. But with the gospel, we carry Jesus everywhere we go. And as we do that, we make disciples, we are disciples who make disciples. In every place we go, we carry the kingdom of God. You know, when I enter the room, the kingdom of God enters the room. That's true. When you enter the room, the kingdom of God enters the room. When you go to work, you carry the kingdom in your staff room, on the production line, in that meeting. When you're out and about, you carry the kingdom into the cafe, on the street, at the pub, in the gym. Jesus does not tell us that we just have to abide in him. But he promises us that he will abide in us. We have God with us. We carry the kingdom wherever we go. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16 says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? Just think about that for a second. God's spirit dwells dwells in you. We believe God is with us, do we not? Today, he invites us to pursue him. Are we willing to prioritize his presence over everything else? There is an invitation today to draw near, to pursue him, to abide in him. You know, I'm so excited for this new era. You know, from from the money that we've uh, we've given, we're going to be able to launch TLG and we're going to be able to really resource that and then we're going to be able to advance our youth work. You know, I'm excited for Life College that just continues to impact many people. 113 students this, t- this over the last year. 113 students have come and engaged in Life College activities. It's amazing. Alpha, it's just just a conveyor belt of salvations it's incredible so excited for what god is doing but I'm, but what thrills me just as much is the fact that every one of us has the opportunity to advance the kingdom where we go when we leave today when we carry god's kingdom into those places 200 odd faces going out and being jesus in the places that you've been called to when, we take, when we're filled with a presence, when we, from a p- point of relationship with him, intimacy with Jesus, we can go and see our city being changed as we make Jesus known. I've got a ton of other stuff that... you Come on to my house, I'll preach it to you there. Um, but, Josh, do you want to just share about Community Sunday? Do whatever you want and we'll, we'll finish. <laughs>
1: So that was an open invite to Dan's house. Um, <laughs> anytime, he's happy to preach to you one-to-one. Um, so last week, who came here? Okay, great. I was, I, we weren't here. <laughs> we, were, we were scattered across the city. And we had some people here in the city centre. We had some people up on Orchard Park. That's where Jen and I were. And we had... Um, some people in Pearson Park doing a prayer walk. Um, I've asked a few guys if they would just come forward and, and just share what was going on uh, last week with them. So, if you if you've one of those guys who has been asked, would you please come forward? Okay, so one of you knows who you are. Yeah. Great. Jackie, <laughs> where were you and what were you doing?
2: Sorry, we were. Pearson Park in the avenues and we were doing a prayer walk. Oh, I'm just absolutely blown away by this morning. And what excites me is that it's not just for us, is it, in here. It's for us to take this out. We've been challenged. And last week our group with Jill and Chris's and the Gauzy and Gregg's was about 35 of us, I think, with children. We met at Pearson Park. We, we believed that um, as Christians, We just don't pray for our Christian friends and family. We pray for all people. And in the area in which we live is Newland... Sorry, I'm just really excited about what's happened this morning. I'm like, oh. Um, Newland Avenue, Pearson Park, Beverly Road, Prince Avenue. There's so much going on in that area. And when we were discussing as a growth group what we could do, we thought of fun days, we thought of that, but we felt the Holy Spirit saying... Pray, pray, pray. So last week, three groups met. It was amazing. We had lots of prayer points, which we prayed about before, but one of the challenges was to be Holy Spirit-led. And we split into two groups. Part of us went down Queens Road, Beverly Road. The other group went down Prince Avenue, Cave Street, back into the park. Whilst we didn't meet with anybody to pray with them, we actually... Bread into people 's lives, into families lives, into the schools, into vulnerable adults, into um, addictions, there's so, so m- much need in that community. and there was one guy from the Ch- Chad, who everywhere we seemed to go, he seemed to pop up, so we were praying for him. We were praying outside Pearson Park Hotel and there was a whole group of us and we weren't bowing down. We were just quietly praying and one chap was going into his car and he just said, oh, sorry, I've, I'll spoil your peace. So John Bunny asked him to join us. He was going home for his lunch. But, and then in the true spirit of our growth groups, it's, we met under a tree because it was pouring down. We shared a picnic. We're the only ones really in the park. But we had a great time of fellowship as well, just getting to know each other a bit more. But um, I just feel blown away by this morning and challenge that actually, are, are, they Pete, Christ, um, are they seeing Christ in our lives? But we had an amazing time. The Holy Spirit was really evident.
1: So. Fantastic. Fantastic. Isn't that amazing? Sarah, Sarah, where were you and what were you doing?
3: Um, I was here, we were handing out balloons and uh, there was a drinks table at the front. Yeah.
1: And Can you give us some highlights of, of what was going on last Sunday here with you guys?
3: Um, yeah, we were just uh, cheering on the race, the runners in a race and um, <laughs> so I thought I was safe because I was just handing out balloons and I tried to do um, <laughs> outreach on the street before and it paralysed me with fear. And a couple of days before, last Sunday, I'd been praying for more boldness and courage from God, so be careful what you pray for, (laughs) Um, because a guy came and stopped and talked to us and was talking about an appointment that he was on his way to at Hull Royal, and he just carried on talking to us for ages, and uh, I was with Gaynor, and she asked him if he was having, you know, a test, and was he nervous, and I was thinking, oh, no, this isn't, this is right out of my zone, and... uh, so he was nervous, he was on his way for a test, and um, it just bubbled up inside me to ask him if he wanted prayer, and he said yes, which surprised me. <laughs> so we prayed. So yeah, that was my highlight. <laughs> that's
1: great, that's amazing. And um, Phil leads a team that kind of does outreach in the city center That don't you? Um, when's the next one coming up? Next Saturday. So if you want to be, if you want to take part in doing this sort of thing which Sarah is really pioneering for us. Uh, just come along um, and take part in that. When, when are you guys meeting? 1.30 here for training and then after that um, out on the streets and praying for people. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Irene, where were you and what were you doing last Sunday?
4: Last Sunday, um, there were three groups of us met at Orchard Park Medical Centre on the grass there, and we had a fun day and litter pick, uh, something for the community. We wanted to be relational with people, um, and we had a bouncy castle, and we had an inflatable slide with stalls, fun and games. Uh, Lots of people came, lots of families with lots and lots of children. (laughs) They're coming out of our ears and <laughs> um, it was wonderful and we just wanted to chat to people just have fun with people be very relational and um, it was just a wonderful day we had 15 minutes of rain which we never prayed in <laughs> we prayed for the sunshine and we got what a couple of hours of sunshine which was very nice we were very grateful highlights um i think for me um our craft group orchard park that we have on a wednesday morning there were a couple of volunteers from that craft group who are not in church don't come to church they volunteered their services um on the day and brought cakes and worked really hard with the team that was a highlight for me yeah
1: thank you very much it's amazing that um, as a church we you know we we have felt this very clear call to be a people who i'm just going to read this banner seek to proclaim and live out the good news of jesus christ and last week as we as we were able to do that we did we saw fruit didn't we you know you guys you know we were up in orchard park we making these new connections as we as a church we're looking at what what is it what's that work going to be we're looking to plant a church up there and in the coming months whatever and um and kind of just praying through and just so encouraged by what we're seeing there and and here and and just so aware that that um it's already been said what we do here is this isn't a cinema or a theater <laughs> this isn't just for us to come and be entertained and to enjoy something no we we as a community are sent out and it, that is an exciting thing to be part of um we're gonna uh, Go back into a little bit of worship just as we finish if the worship band are are around, um, but just before we do um, there are there is uh there are obviously things coming up. We've got this Saturday, we've got the next outreach running from here. Um, if you're new and you've been looking in and you're thinking, what on earth are these people about? Then hopefully you've got some idea from what you've seen. If not, please fill in one of these welcome cards. There'll be one in the seat in front of you. This just gives us an opportunity to uh, to get in touch and to, uh, for you to ask any uh, further questions about what we do here. Um, also on, on Saturday... Um, is it this this Saturday? Is it? Yep. Um, we've got our uh, marriage day now. Already in the worship, we've had a few words um, come up around marriage, and and as we pray for God to restore uh, lives and families, we, we really believe that marriage is a key one of, thing of those. You know, we believe He comes and restores families. But but this is for anybody who's married. You know, whether you're a newlywed or you've been married for many many years. Um, You know, it's a fantastic opportunity to come and for me personally, I know that um, uh, when I got, when God gave me a picture of what marriage was, it changed my life. You know, it's one of these things that, that, you know, Bible comes to and it tells us, you know, this is something that we hold up and it shows people, just as we've said, this is what the gospel is. And so if you're married and you're free on Saturday, um, you need to book in um, because, we're doing lunch, so free lunch is provided, but it starts at 10 o'clock at St. Aidan's on South Coats Avenue. So if, that's, if you're married and you're interested in that, then do sign up. and We're just going to go straight back into
5: worship. Is that right? Yeah. Sorry, can um, parents just please go and get uh, kids as well? Thanks. I'm going to interrupt as well. stand up. Let's get ready to worship. Is it good what God's doing among us? Going to do in us. And we want you to join with us in this journey into all that God's had for all the city for this region for the nations Um, if you live up anybody live up on Long Hill east east side some of you do then please join me this week I will be up there 3 30 to 5 outside St Margaret's community centre as a church we're helping them to reach out to that community so if you want to come and join us come and serve we're having a bouncy castle we're going to pray for people do stuff with kids So if you'd like to come and help us, particularly on Monday, that's tomorrow and Tuesday from 3.30 to 5. If you're interested, come and talk to me. It's an opportunity. We're not going to be talking about Jubilee. We're going to be talking about Jesus and connecting them into St. Margaret. So let's worship God. Let's praise God. Go and get your kids as we finish with this song and then do stay for tea and coffee. Father, kind You have poured out grace. You brought me out of darkness. You have filled me with peace. Giver of mercy, I my
2: hurt in time of need.
5: Lord, I can't help but sing, faithful.
1: Faithful
3: forever, you will you
1: are.
2: Oh, your promises, I estimate them. all your promises, I estimate. So deeply you have set this cat to free.
5: still does need prayer i would encourage you just not to go away from this place without actually speaking to somebody please do come forward there will be people around to pray if you need it but please do take that opportunity and as we go from this place just remember what dan said that we take the kingdom with us great privilege let's do that thank you everybody